Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom, the author of the book, Ransom Notes, and the author of the essays, Ransom Notes. And that's a, a steady diet of wisdom and, and faith-based thoughts coming from a wonderful lady from Springfield, Illinois. And uh, you can see a documentary. You could uh, read and listen and do all kinds of things having to do with Kathy Ransom. And it's uh, just wonderful material. I'm proud to be her co-pilot. Frank McKay here, much more importantly, Kathy Ransom for Ransom Notes. Kathy, how are you? I'm having a great day today. Life has been good. But I have to admit, Frank, even people my age try to learn new things. And right now, I'm trying to learn how to make Roku work. And I hope all my listening audience who are under the age of 21 will pray that I can figure out how to do what they do so easily. Yeah. yeah. Roku, while you brought it up, I'm going to let everyone who does know what they're doing to to look up Kathy Ransom, Living Life with the Lord. And that is a channel, um, a, a TV channel, and you can see the documentary on there. You don't just have to see it online, which is nice because people like to see TV. And you can see our visual ransom notes once a month on there and listen to the, the radio portions on there. And soon you'll be hearing different sermons and different folks from uh, from churches and, and uh, you know, I was going to say preacher. Does that sound right? Preacher. Uh, ministers and people, uh, men of the cloth, uh, men and women uh, who have strong faith in the Lord, and you'll be able to see and hear them on TV, messages of faith and renewal on Roku. So if uh, you're, you are talking to a lady or listening to a lady who doesn't know anything about Roku, but she owns a Roku station on there. Not bad. Uh, it's a good country. It's a good world. And, and what wonderful technology we have. And uh, Kathy, it's a, a nice thing for you to learn how to do it. This way you could watch yourself on TV. Well, right now I'm going to take us sort of into the world where there are challenges. I know you recently went to Ukraine after the war the war started there, and if if you were to drop back right now and revisit, and you talked with some of the people, and you asked what they really would like to have and need other than peace. I mean, obviously, that's their number one. And number two, to restore their homes and their buildings. But if you went to the the next level down, what is it you think the people that have been in that country either want right now or are anticipating and hoping that they would have? What, what comes to your mind? Yeah, well, uh, what they keep saying to me, because I'm in touch with a bunch of refugees, uh, people that are uh, living uh, you know, either in Poland or um, you know, even Bulgaria and Romania, um, they're asking for shoes, and I. But I think they want the uh, the shoes for the soldiers. For some reason, there's a shortage of of shoes, and um, and sneakers and different things for and boots, especially for for the soldiers. I think for for them, other than the the obvious things, they want to build their their families back uh, and all of that. 
uh, anything that that can help them, um, uh, you know, maintain some kind of contact uh, because it's very difficult um, contacting their uh, the the men folks. And by the way, they're all women still in the Ukraine and uh, and and older folks. But for the most part, it's it's men preparing and defending uh, the country there. But uh, if they if there's any mechanisms at all to get in, some some people are actually using like shortwave radios for the first time. I, I, I just heard this from this one group of people, shortwave radios and, and some kind of, um, uh, you know, CB radios and things like that because they can't, uh, they can't get through on, on other receptions, which sounded bizarre to me, but uh, someone actually did say that. So <laughs> uh, the, that's what I'm coming. What, what, are you, what are you hearing? Are you hearing differently or are you thinking differently? Well, I'm, I'm thinking slightly differently, but what you've just said also ties into a program we did recently on the fact that we need to communicate, that they're wanting to communicate with their family. And we talked recently about the fact that we need to communicate with God in prayer. And I think it's a perfect illustration that communication is two-way. They want to talk to their loved ones that are in safety, the ones in safety want to talk to their loved ones that are in danger. It's a two-way conversation. And just to hitchhike on what we talked about in that particular program, it, it, it's two ways. And too often when we pray with God, our Father, our family, we want it to be one way. We want to tell Him everything we need and want and so forth, and occasionally we say thank you. But we forget that we need to listen through the Word, His Word, what he wants to say to us. But I was thinking more that I received <clears throat> a letter requesting funds uh, for missionary projects that were going on in the Andes Mountains. And it was so interesting, the things that if I sent X amount of money, that would pay for a certain item. E.g., if I sent in $20, they need flocks of chickens and $20 would buy a small flock of chickens so that they could have uh, eggs and so forth because it's hard that, that they're having trouble with food and those kind of things. If I send in $30, <clears throat> I could I would be helping them buy a hive of bees. Isn't that a funny thing that they would need? But, you know, the bees have to pollinate the food that they want to raise. If I send $130, I could buy a goat. And if I send them $150, I could buy an alpaca, which, if you take the wool off of it, helps them keep warm in that mountain country. But the thing that really surprised me and sort of stuck home is that if I sent them $60, and this is what I thought maybe your Ukrainian friends might want, they want seeds to start planting again so that they can grow food. Uh, they never have enough seeds that are fresh and new. And I was reminded of my housemate who has a small garden here where we live at the Concordia Village. It's a place for seniors. And she has this very small little garden. And for fun, at our public library, they were giving away old seeds. And she picked up three or four packages and she planted them in our little garden. Well, the lettuce seeds didn't come up. And she looked at the package of seeds, and it was 2021 when she planted them. 
and the seeds were dated 2016. They were five years old. She planted this year beets, and she used some of these old seeds. And we got three beets, three beets that were about the size of a ping pong ball. <laughs> I don't think they were real good seeds. Yeah. So we talked about seeds and the fact that we need them. And then that triggered what scripture in the New Testament, what story did Jesus really parable, did he share with his followers that deal with seeds? Put your hat on, Frank. Yeah. I, I, I know. I, the wheat from the chaff, right? Was that? Uh, well, that would that's pretty good. Uh, uh, you reap what you shall sow. Right? That's you could do. You're doing very well. I'm going to give you a hint. There were four kinds of soil, and people threw out their seeds, and some of it landed on what? Uh, on on uh, on sand, right? Yeah, rocky ground. Rocky some some landed just on the pavement or the the road. Some landed in thorns. Some landed in uh, uh, places that uh, had rock. We have the, the the pathway, the rocks, the thorns, and then some in good land. And the Lord goes ahead and tells that principle that sometimes seed comes into our life from the Word, and it lands in us as if we're on a, a, a rocky road and I didn't listen to it. I just ignored it. And the birds came down and ate up the seeds and Satan just took the seeds away from my life. If it lands when I'm in rocky places, maybe it sprouted a teeny weeny bit and then I got bored and I stopped listening to the Lord and the plant died. And then maybe it landed in my life was like a thorny field, and I listened for a while, and it started to take root. And then Satan and bad things in my life and distractions, and I got doing other things. Maybe they were good things. Maybe I was helping the poor, but I wasn't really sharing the love of the Lord with them. Maybe I wasn't a tent, and pretty soon I don't have any seeds. I don't have any plants of the Lord. I need to have it land in good, rich, black Illinois soil because Illinois has great farming soil. And then the word takes off, and I learn to share, and I talk about it, and people know that she's a child of God. That's our goal. So someday we're going to have to send seeds to Ukraine, and we want to send them real seeds, but we also need to send them seeds of the word. And that's going to be your job. You can take a, a dozen Bibles over the next time you go, kid. I will. I, I brought I brought three Bibles over when I uh, when I originally went over, and it's because somebody wanted. I never ran into the person that I was supposed to give them to, but I left them at a refugee uh, uh, refuge. I actually one at at one place in Romania, one at a refugee uh, camp in Poland, and then uh, actually two in Poland and one in. Uh, one in Romania where refugees were staying, but uh, and they never got to where I was supposed to get them. But you're right; uh, that's that's a good thing to bring over. And but these were English, these were English um, uh, language Bibles, King James Bibles. 
uh, but the Ukraine, two Ukrainian churches here on Long Island, are go- the next time I go, uh, they're going to give me Ukrainian language. Uh, oh, wow. And I'm going to get them out. And, uh, and I've given them the, the addresses of some. Uh, and one, one of the priests made a $10,000 donation to the, uh, the, the place in, in Yash, Yash, Romania. That's, uh, uh, that, was a, um, uh, that was a wonderful refugee facility. Uh, that I met right away. I met these people and and whatever. Anyway, I didn't mean to go off on that, but but you're right. Bible uh, that's to the the seeds to building that next generation, not to lose faith and to to uh, build off of that because again, it's probably very difficult to be positive at this point if you're you're certain Ukrainians. But um, you know, again, we're with them a hundred percent. You know, Frank. If, if if I think we've we've really shared today the idea. That, that, yes, they need seeds and they need bees and they need goats and, and whatever to, to make a physical living. It needs to be a balance. It shouldn't be all Bibles. It shouldn't be all goats. We need to have, it, it, our life needs to have both. I can't live just on the Word of God and hearing Him or I starve to death. But if all I do is eat two cookies and, you know, cream puffs and an ice cream sundae, uh, I'm going to get fat, but I'm not going to have a life with the Lord. It's got to be a balance. And you know what? It's fun to talk with you. It always is. And, I, you know, by the way, I, I I couldn't look this up, but I, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the, the term that we hear in God Bless America, Amber Waves of Grain, I think that comes from Matthew on this very lesson, on the uh, on the seeds in good soil, seeds among thorns, I think amber waves of grain. That's where it comes from, and I I, I could be wrong. I'll, I'll uh, forgive me if I am, but I'm pretty sure it's Matthew. And I was just looking, and, and yes, it's Matthew thirteen, uh, one chapter. to twenty three. Yeah, the pa- the passage is Matthew thirteen. You're right on, kiddo. Right. How about that? Huh? But a- amber waves of grain from God Bless America comes from that very lesson that you are. Uh, you're talking about. Um, uh, Catherine, any last thoughts? Oh, yes. You know me. Did you know that Americans are the number one trash-producing nation? And and this fact, you're going to just really appreciate. You're going to want to really remember this one. It takes 10 million trees cut down each year just to make enough TP, toilet paper, for us. Wow. Oh, no. Wow. I know. You can't live without that fact. No, but I, I guess we, we also can't. <laughs> we don't want to live without those trees. So uh, that's right. Lord gives uh, for, for many different reasons, and that's one of them. Kathy, wonderful. Just wonderful stuff, as always. To everyone out there also, uh, you'll be able to uh, to hear us and see us on tv and that's a nice thing if you you get to look at kathy uh me i don't know uh, that's it's, it's up in the air but uh kathy ran some living life with the lord on roku uh on a roku channel and amazon fire and it's all ages uh you know recommended for all ages and uh for good reason it's uh, it's about faith and it's about spiritual lessons in the bible frank mckay signing off for kathy ransom We'll see you all next time on Ransom Notes.
You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.